I know you're tired, so maybe if we come together, we can be a, an actual single, single person. human being. <laughs> and then we can depend on Tony to be insane and, and drive us. Yeah. Let me drive, Dad. That's Let terrible. me drive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even see. And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> Let's go get up. Let's go get up. Light them up. Fuckers hate us because they hate us. No, 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 no. leaning into it i like that you know women can do hi why can't i do hi because for for women it's expected and for you people are going to be concerned i don't think so i think people know just what to expect from the likes of me (laughs) tony go ahead and say hi hi no hi hi pretend you're a japanese little girl hi there you go (laughs) thomas go ahead i already did mine i'm not doing that i'm gonna do it again no. Hi. You had to say hi back. That's you, rude. You're going to. Hi. No, you don't want to cringe hi. and have your, your dick go reverse like it Just, does when Ryan does things. Well, I'm not telling you to say it's sexual. I don't know the <laughs> difference. There's no there's, there's no in between for me. I'm, either, no I'm either me or sexual. That's it. <laughs> I have two modes. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, that's true. That is actually true. That's kind of true. Yeah. And I think I'm going to make hi. Cool for guys. I don't think I don't think anyone can. I don't know. What if Jason Momoa walked in and said, "Hi," that'd be fucking hilarious. Exactly. But I don't think it would have the effect you think it would. I'm gonna claim it. I don't okay. care what you said. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna take it from all those blondes and twelve year olds. I'm gonna make it a guy thing. You you bet. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, gambling night. Hi, walk in. <laughs> Hi. Go to the bar. This is like how you introduce yourself. Yeah, when you walk into the club and the bouncer asks for your card, your ID, like hi, it would work. Hot chick comes up to you. Hi, is immediately concerned. <laughs> he turns the other way. <laughs> well, listen, she's gonna turn the other way anyways. The moment I speak, so no, actually, that's not true. As he, she wouldn't even come up to me. I'd have to talk first. I'd actually have to blindfold her in order for her to fall in love with me because I have a way with words when we talk. Now, Thomas, I saw your face in the camera. And no, I'm not suggesting I blindfold women and kidnap them. 
Well, honestly, what I was thinking of is Ryan always claims that he's like an eight or a nine, and then he talks and he drops to a four or something. Yeah. I might have I'm the, the reverse right. of that. So what if Ryan went around and you talked through like an earpiece for him, right? Together, because we mentioned how we're, we're both a little tired tonight, and it's going to be an interesting show, but together we might be able to be one cohesive person. If you and Ryan join forces, you might be one viable human male as a date. The first thing I'm going to say in his ear is, hi. <laughs> you sabotage <laughs> it right away. That's no, going to work. I think we can do that. If we were to treat it like, say, I am the Secret Service. Yeah. And he is Biden. Who's unable to speak. <laughs> then I think that could work, Thomas. I can tell him what to say and do, and possibly he will get laid. The real question well, as you say, the real question is if things go well, then does he get to have sex with the woman or does she get to choose because together you are two people being one? It's only fair that he goes first and then the lights go off and then I just <laughs> pretend I'm him. After a good cleaning out. That is you know? terrible. That is terrible. Is, so is that not? It's, it's a weird three-way situation. It's consensual because she obviously liked my words. Well, because he hasn't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you mess this up. You remain silent, Ryan. Don't say a word. <laughs> That's terrible. I don't know. Maybe, you know, depends on how long the celibacy thing lasts. That it may be an option for you, too. I think it's going to be, I'm going to take my vows real soon at the church. I think it's going to be permanent. Like a Buddhist monk sort of thing? or like No, a, no Catholic. Oh, oh. Yeah, because oh. I can break the rules if I want to. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You probably could. All right, well, how does, uh, you, you really think that it's going to last that long? You have no desire or plans for the future? Dude, COVID fucked with my sense oh, of time. Oh, yeah. It, I, I said that before during our, I don't know, a couple shows ago where things just don't, it's, it's almost like there's an asterisk on everyone's life at that time because it's, it's just a wash. You just lost time. Yeah. There's a lot of things you couldn't really do. Fuck. Yeah. So I am going to the Catholic church, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. And seeing what I got to do to become a Catholic priest. <laughs> Tony might have some notes for you. I, I don't know. He seems disturbingly versed in the, in. I think I would be a pretty good priest, honestly. Like, you got the guilt down. Well, do you have anything? That's true. Do you have anything you would like to confess? You want to give me a little trial run as a. Oh, God. Come on. Do you want to. Sure. Is this a confessional now? Hold yeah. On. I already let, can't let, see you behind me, the um, screen. Yeah. That, let me hey, get hey, some music here. Hold on. Yeah. It is. It is lower, kind of, lower, lower the lights, and then next thing you know, just it's need like some a, candles instead of the lights that we it's have. It's like a little confessional. Mike's little confessional. Maybe that's why he's putting up all those monitors around him. Is because he's walling himself in. Because one of these days we'll have to walk in, and then we'll have to like sit in the chair over there, and we'll you'll have There's to be a shutter door that opens. And up. You'll have to confess everything to Mike. I'm just gonna become one with my Pope persona. <laughs> Go ahead, Thomas. All right. Uh, so forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been never since my last confession. Uh, as I say, yes, it has uh, been son. never since my last confession. Oh, never. You've never, never confessed. That's no. no problem. Race Catholic did with the whole thing. Never went uh, and did that part. Well, what would you like to confess? You are allowed to say whatever you want. 
Uh, I have harbored thoughts of envy and jealousy against many a personality on the internet who seems to be financially stable while doing garbage content. Okay. I have wished harm on co-workers, one in particular that I truly, truly do not like and despise. And I said even today that if he were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, our team wouldn't miss an eye, wouldn't bat an eye. Uh, and continue working. I'm still waiting for you to tell me something you'd like to confess, because what I hear all seems reasonable. <laughs> Everything I hear. Oh, I like this church. I'm down for this. I mean, listen, I'm more... Some people, new age? Some people like the New Testament. I like the Old Testament. Wrathful? Yes, wrathful. We kill people. Okay. Um, we for, run, just, for just causes? Yeah, we run people through their genitalia with our blades. Oh. That's not a sexual uh, metaphor, but it could be. I'll leave that up to you. Okay. Um, Go ahead. What else? I, I need to hear something bad because so far I think you are living a very righteous life. Living my best life. Yes, a very righteous life. Um, let's see. What else? It's hard because I don't feel a lot. It's hard, but you don't, don't feel a lot. Okay. I'm super guilty I think finally we're on to something here. Go ahead, son. Tell me a little bit more about child. The son sounds a little creepy. Child, go ahead and tell me uh, more about how it's hard and you don't feel very much. Uh, I, how did this happen? Were you in an accident? No, it's not an actual, like, physical thing. It's more of a... Oh, you're not talking about your dick. No. Oh. Was I supposed to? Is this that kind of... I thought... Is there going to be a hole that opens up in this secret wall? You oh, can boy. talk... <laughs> Wait a minute. You know that little... Where do you think glory <laughs> holes came oh, from? Oh, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you got way to it. <laughs> I was wondering why there's that hole right there in that room that he has for you. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> little candlesticks there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you trying to say your penis is the size of a little candlestick? That won't fit then. I don't know who. Wait, which way is it going in this scenario? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't know. I Is tired being tired a sin? I don't know these days. I'm honestly not certain how this would work because I never I understood your family's Catholic. Yeah, they are. Well, half of them are, and I was raised that way. But I'm like, what? Do I start from, like, the beginning of times I've lied and cheated on tests or I something so. like that? Like, I don't know. That's a long-ass list. You've got to be something. There's got to be something in your life that you're truly guilty about that you've never been able to get over. I know. I know there is. We all have those. See? I'm Go trying ahead. to think. What is it? I'll turn the music back on and see if you feel comfortable. Yeah, I think uh, you need that music. I think to I need help, an example. And Mike, uh, you're, very, you're very well versed in guilt, <clears throat> Father Michael. Have you Can ever you been involved in a hit and run and you're Jesus. not sure if you killed someone or not? No. Well, judging by your reaction, I think you're lying. Go ahead. Confess. <laughs> I have never done that. I have never been involved in any sort of vehicular manslaughter. I can see Tony being involved in something like that. Yeah, you know what? They were in my way. <laughs> They should have used the crosswalk. <laughs> like a time when he was in the Philippines or something like that. Yeah, there's no laws out there, right? Yeah, this is Wild West of so, the world. Yeah, it's no, not that Wild West. <laughs> if there's no laws to worry about, then you don't need to confess anything. Yeah. Tony, it means it was legal. You're right. Murder is legal, then there's nothing for you to confess. Come At on, least that's the Tony, rules of come the... In, come into this tiny little room here and talk to the priest yeah, as well. Uh, no, you're still there's, in the I'll room. Move over. I moved over on the bench. I'm already, scared by that hole. I'm already scared by that hole there. Well, we all are, but that's God's work. So just come on in and, and confess as well. What do you have? Confess to what? 
There's no guilt right there. Jesus. to what? What is this? What does guilt even mean? Yes, exactly. I have nothing to. Jesus. If you want to be technical, it's been like, uh, I'd say, you know, like three months since my last fisting. <laughs> Thomas, I, I honestly Thomas, don't know what I expected. Thomas, uh, your your head bowed a little bit there. Were you praying? Uh, <laughs> Are you trying to say that when you don't fist enough, you're sinning? When I when I when I do, you said he's been, no longer doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I, I think I need to pick it up. I don't think that was ever in the Bible. I don't believe that was part of any. There's a lot of crazy shit in the Bible, or, man. I don't or know. Or New Testament. Uh, the There's nothing. Of, the Book of Caligula. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> maybe maybe the Book of Mormon, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, uh maybe I maybe I've used the the name of God in vain at times, along with the the N-word. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. All right. And get the, out of here. Get out the of the box. F-word. Get out of this box. I want to get out of here. I don't like that hole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, the N-word. Yeah. I, I'm friends with him. That's my grace. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I forgive you because I'm also going to forgive myself at the same time. Jesus. Can't priests give themselves their own confessional as well? Know. I don't think so. Because I'm in I for sure if so. that's the case. I'd sin and I'd just forgive myself. Like, you're forgiven. That's so fucked if that's actually. Like, <laughs> that is. That is. <laughs> oh, no. I did something terrible. Well, I guess I'm okay with it and just move on with your day. Yeah, like, I, I masturbate over Nun Sarah. Oh, man. I'm going to oh, go ahead and. You know what? I'm forgiven. Just like that. I guarantee you that's why there's so many kid touchers in the, oh. in the Catholic ranks. I, I guarantee you there is some fucked up logic there going on. Because if they're already into kids, they already have psychological problems. So who's to say that they're coming up with. Well, I mean, you're going to justify. You all can justify all types things, of things, right? Yeah, I'm going to forgive myself. Yes, I know it's wrong, but I'm also. Uh, working under the God's name, under God's name, and I'm going to forgive myself for all unclean actions. I'm sure you've seen the movie Doubt Mm-mm. with Philip Seymour Hoffman. and uh, Sounds familiar. I've seen every uh, movie uh, with him Meryl in Meryl Streep. Oh, I think I've seen it. I don't remember. Yeah, That's mid-2000s, there's, there's right? Kind, yeah, there's yeah. kind of a logic in what you just said played through the narrative in that movie. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm sure. If I can think it, then... It's happened. Hmm. And, yeah. That's disturbing. Yeah, so how did the okay hand gesture get turned into a white power thing? So Do I've, you know anything about this? I actually have heard that. Yeah. I don't know why or if it was accurate or how that came about, but I did hear that was, was like the, yeah, like the old school. Yeah. Okay. So, is now some fucking thing i saw i'm probably gonna get kicked off of wherever platform but okay yeah. so i didn't i'm showing the camera right now i didn't know this like i know i've i've known now for at least a couple years that people are associating this with white power it wasn't until maybe last year that i really started to see it pick up steam because of the whole donald trump divisions in this country and and people looking for constant racism and anytime someone had an okay hand or even clutched their hand, closed their hand a certain way, they would zoom in in a photo and circle it and say, look what they're doing in the photo. I, I feel like that's a little ridiculous, but I did start to wonder how this hand gesture became 
synonymous with white power. Now, P, this is how stupid it is. P, W, P. That's why it's considered a sign for white power. How elementary and basic. That feels dumb. It feels like we're in grade, uh, middle school, in my school. It's juvenile. Yeah, it's like gang signs when people would spell blood or they would do CK for Crip Killer. You mean the right-wing white people are now trying to do the Crips and Blood sort well, of like... Are they, though? Like, are people legitimately using this to create, like, uh, an unverbal dialogue across platforms and images? If they it, are, feels, if they are if, they're late to the party. It feels dumb. I don't know. Like... White power people really doing? have to do that. Like that's going to be how they get their message out through. They've had ways to form a semiotic Ku Klux Klan gatherings without people missing that or being you know caught outright. Well, it's just silly because I did like the OK dumb... symbol at the gym at, to one of my friends. You know, I'm like, what's up, dude? We'll do stuff like that. Or if someone's on a piece of equipment, like let's say myself, I'm on a piece of equipment and then I'm leaving and a guy will come up to me and say, hey, you done with that? And you'll just be like, you just like wave them thumbs on, thumbs up, or doing up, okay, really, like yeah, yeah sure. good to go. Someone's all, hey, you know that means white power now. Like I don't care. It's meant okay for as long as I can remember. So I'm not going to allow someone to take. I was like, doesn't it only mean that sentence? if you let them stop getting all your information off of Google, you idiot? Yeah, it's <laughs> a little, it's a little annoying. I don't understand why people need to even co-sign that. So white people want to claim it. Let's say they want to be stupid and say, hey, you know what? And when I say white people, I mean racist white people. So don't let them claim it. Yeah, just, just say keep no, doing that's it, not And then that. guess what? It takes away their power. It doesn't mean everyone is now subliminally part a part of, you know, subconsciously a part of the white power movement. Just keep doing your gesture. I don't know. We The internet has created a whole new level of high of mind stupid shit it's like if if something starts to take steam everyone just assumes that's now the new rule yeah i don't know so npr put out an article the okay hand gesture commonly seen as a way of indicating that all is well has now been classified as something else a symbol of hate and it has been banned on certain platforms so if you're showing yourself doing the gesture forming that symbol that gesture and you run the risk of being kicked. On Thursday, the Anti-Defamation League, a Jewish civil rights organization, added 36 symbols to its hate on display database, including the index finger, the thumb sign, that in some corners of the internet has become associated with white supremacy and the far right. How about we just say no? Oh, you're (laughs) using that as a symbol of hate? I'm just going to keep using it as the okay symbol. What if someone claims the name Thomas as now being a racist name? I mean, technically that had to happen with Hitler, right? No one one was named Adolf after that whole thing. Yeah, but that's understandable. Who wants to be named after the greatest mass murderer in modern history? Along those same lines, you know, like that swastika. You know, like uh, really was a Buddhist uh, symbol before he. No, I I wonder if this is what the Indian people felt like when the Nazis claimed the swastika. Like people were practicing Hinduism and Buddhism were like, hey, wait a second. Like they're just taking it. 
Yeah, and now, and now we, I wanted to put that symbol on my house, you idiot. I just tattooed this on my baby's foot. Oh, Jesus. Now my brown child is going to be considered a Nazi. What shall I do? Well, you tattooed a baby, so I think you have other issues, too. That is true. But we're also talking about, um, you know, hundred and some years ago, possibly, right? I don't know. I, I think it's it's Village people, if you will. <laughs> it's a tough question, because I do think it's dumb. deformities are... Gaglamesh coming into our world through a vagina. The vagina is the portal into our world. That that's a real thing. Remember, I talked about that. I do not. They thought this. deformities of the babies, the babies that were born deformed. They thought they were uh, Gaglamesh and Shiva. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, God, that was a lifetime ago. Yeah, that's uh, talk about. You have bigger problems than wanting to claim your swastika back if you think you birth Gaglamesh. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Like it's it's a c- cultural, societal question, I guess. At that point, then, right? I mean, words change That's definition true. and and what we think of them constantly. Yeah. So is is this a different example of that same thing? I mean, like we know language changes over the years. It's part of culture and society. So like maybe the three, that's ever, just, the three letter F word in the UK means a cigarette. It used to mean a uh, bundle of sticks, and it used to be and somebody gay who, who gathered. used to mean happy. Yeah, you know, so. Although if you're gay, you're still probably happy, let's be honest. You get to have depends. sex with the same sex and <laughs> probably don't fight because you're you see eye happy. to eye. Very yeah. happy. Like, oh, I'm so happy right now I'm butt-fucking. Like, that's that's happiness. <laughs> that's, that's happiness. That's joy can, right and there. And then you get a pizza and watch some football together afterwards. <laughs> I don't do any of those things. So I don't know why I use that as an example. That's a weird example. Yeah. <laughs> These like uber masculine <laughs> football playing. My example of happy football. See, fans. if gayness meant reading a book and being alone in your room, that is definitely Then you'd be made. gay as hell. Yes, I'm gay as hell. In fact, you know what? I'm going to claim that. Just like the white people took the OK symbol and the uh, Nazis took the poor Indians swastika, then I'm going to take that. I'm going to take gay. I'm going to okay. take gay from. And now it means. Loneliness, reading room, a book, reading a book. Yeah, is it loneliness or peacefulness? Peacefulness, contentment. I was like, are you are we changing it real quick? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm gay right now. I'm so gay. You should put that on Twitter. I just went. I just, I just went through thirty pages. I'm so gay right now. <laughs> Maybe you could get away with that, and you know, as long as you don't refer to the rainbow. Why? Why what? the rainbow? I don't understand. I don't. I don't. Hey, how did the rainbow get wrapped up in this too? Yeah, how, how, that's another see, one. How did the rainbow become the sign of the LGBTQ, RS, WXYZ Thomas <laughs> Alley? That's a good question. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's an actual answer for that, but that's it. Kind of comes back to what we were talking about. I think it's just like it's how culture and society. Thomas, when I ask questions, years. I expect you to know the answer. Because I mean, uh, we drink unicorn blood. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's lies, I just need to hear an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Harry Potter that gives us internal life. Okay, so speaking of Tony's, you know, racist remarks already at the uh-huh. beginning of the show. Listen <laughs> to the pre-show. Yeah. Fucking I was hell, dude. I, was, I didn't mention anything other than the end. You got so fucking happy. You know it. <laughs> there was a moment in the new season of uh, Doom Patrol, which if people aren't watching that show, you should watch it. It's on HBO Max. It's amazing. And the character Cliff, who is played by Brendan Fraser, is just kind of an asshole, talks a lot, curses a lot, 
it's just very obscene. It, the show probably has some of the best curse words in any show. Just funny ways they piece together obscenities. And they just found out time travel existed. And Cliff, the Brendan Fraser character, doesn't believe that time travel exists. So they try to convince him. And then when he realizes it could be a thing, he starts talking about how he's going to go back in time and basically enact vengeance on everyone that's did him wrong. But the, the humor of it is that this is a guy who died in an accident and has mm-hmm. a robot body. He was decapitated. His whole life was over. But instead of going back in time and changing his death, he's going to go back in time. And, and cause enact, more and death. Enact vengeance on people. Wait, and, is that serious? And cause that's more death. That's literally what he was doing. And the first thing that I thought about, and David, David did too, because he listens to Rain Man Show. When we walked into the studio, we're like, dude, Cliff is literally Tony talking about time travel <laughs> and using it for something utterly stupid when there's something real he could use it for. Sky's the limit, motherfucker. Yeah, I, say, I would think, because um, I've seen a couple of episodes. I haven't yeah. watched that much. I'm like, all right, so he's going to go back in time and try and undo. No. No, just no. pure vengeance. Yeah, it was funny. It That's reminded me of. It reminded me of. So going ponies. back into time and causing more death. You know, if you go back in time and maybe you kill, I don't know, like uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, we have you, no computers, so exactly. you, you would do dumb things. Yeah, who else do you want to kill? Stephen Hawking's as well. And uh, basically, other, all other, the- other than the theory of that. That book that he did, you know, I bought the, the book. The theory of that book that he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, other than that, you know, like, I'm sure someone else would have probably come up with the. Tony, the, uh, if Tony theory. was born 200 years ago, he would be like this chieftain in the Philippines that would just murder people for being smart. Yeah, because it's witchcraft. <laughs> no, no, no. You take that. I would go back, kill them, and then take credit. For their for work? What, yeah, for their work. Because I would know. I would, I would basically know, like Bill Gates, I'll kill him, but then I'll make Windows a little bit more better. How, though? A, l- you, a, l- <laughs> a little bit more better. Clearly, the grammar bit, is yeah. going to need some work on the Microsoft Word functionality. <laughs> how about, you, how about you, you assume the identity of one of the greatest scholars in modern history, and, and uh, then you will be able to form that sentence better? You mean like Webster? See, the whole thing is with time travel, the wanting to <laughs> steal ideas or inventions is the dumbest thing you could do with it, I feel. Well, because, because are you even smart enough a, to do it? Are you smart enough? B, yeah. do you truly understand whatever the hell it is you want to take over well enough to implement it properly? Do you have the same connections? What you should do is, honestly, the movie that got it fucking right was Back to the Future 2. Know yeah. the outcome of either sporting events the way or the stock market. Yeah. I would I would be taking out the I would be buying every goddamn house on the planet that I could I'd be going into millions of debt to buy every home I could circa 2009 2010 after the housing market crash. Yeah. Would because you go I'd back, be a fucking billionaire by now. Would you go back to a specific point in time and then maybe like because I've had that same thought of maybe buying bitcoin when it was like dirt, yeah, you, you buy pennies. Bitcoin when it's crap. Pennies you buy are, Apple stock when yeah. it's crap. You buy Tesla before anyone knew how to spell it. You like, buy a collectible before like a, a card or a comic book. You go back to book. when yeah. Magic the Gathering came out. You buy all the fucking reserved cards you exactly. can't. Like, you, you don't bring attention 
to yourself. You take all the money that you fucking can and rob Peter to pay Paul because you know when money's going to shift and and when things are going to blow up and drop. I would live on the fringes of society. I'd have an island or 10 by now. And then you come back to the future with all that money. And then you hire people to kill the people no, 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 that you no. want to. You don't come back, no. Tony. That's the greatest thing. I think time travel has been developed. And the richest people in the world today are the ones who have access to it. Because if you could go back to the 80s to make yourself rich circa the 2000s, would you, why would you jump back in time? You know every bad thing that's going to happen. You know every time not to get on a plane in New York. You know every time to do everything why would you jump back to where things are unknown? Okay. You'd okay. stay in, 19, especially as a white dude, you'd stay in the 1960s, 1980s, and just fucking make money. And you, just See, stay. you're thinking logically here. Tony would create chaos on the timeline. He'd be Mr. Nobody or whatever. Yeah. He <laughs> on, would... on, a, on, on, a, on that point, it is intriguing that you could go back and then, you know, like, I, I think as... I think even uh, Avengers Endgame sort of touched onto it. You go back in time, you change something, and then, like in the movie, you created a brand new timeline. You created a brand new timeline. Yeah, see, that's what I do. Call it the Michael timeline. Yeah. And, like, I'm just the wealthiest man in the world. I'd, I'd go very basic, but I don't want fame. I just want, I don't, I don't like the spotlight. I don't like cameras. I would be happy living on the fringes of society on a giant personal island with about 15 hot women. That's it. That's it. And my kids. Yeah, I have more kids. Be like, and I would, my dogs. I'd have dogs, kids, and women. Yeah. I would go back. I'd buy Bitcoin when it was like pennies. Yeah. Stay there. I would and create would the Mormon church. That's brand... what I'd do. I'd have compound sex. But I'd again, have a bunch of again, wives. Mike, do you have enough understanding? Are you charismatic enough to oh, get I that can. many followers? You're just looking at making a harem. And again, didn't you just, Thomas, didn't you Thomas just say the that same I, guy that has you, a glory hole in that confessional. And that you also just the same guy that has an earpiece into Ryan's ear, you know, yeah. where I'm coaching him. Oh, so, true. But again, your guys's version that requires work. Yeah. I'm saying if you have a, a couple Wikipedia pages on a thumb drive, like text, you could fit it to a floppy drive. So you could even head back to the you know, early nineties and have, have it all written out. But anyway, I would go back a and book. I would go back and make small dick school. That's what I do somehow along small the way dick school. No, small dicks. Cool. Oh, oh, <laughs> small, small dick school. <laughs> I like where you teach me how to use it properly. <laughs> There's no using a small dick properly. <laughs> so you want to do like what Sir Mix-a-Lot did with yeah. big butts somewhere along the line. People got the idea. I mean, people with big dicks have a great PR department. Mm-hmm. You know, big dicks is all the rage. Currently, yeah. So I would go back and pinpoint the time in history when it became so so important. And okay. I would and I would just be like, listen, small penises are the thing. Hey ladies, if you don't want to hurt. Well, you could go back to and when not squirt. <laughs> Small dicks are the thing. <laughs> you could go back to when was it like the David was created? The who? The 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 statue, the David, the Greek statue. Oh oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Because small dicks were they the were desire in. They were in for a time. while. All yeah. the all the old so you Greek go back statues to then and be a king. Yeah. See again, the I whole modeled trick for to- some of those. I actually did travel in the past. <laughs> that was the that was, was me. You. That was me trying to make small dicks happen. So it wasn't it, was, it wasn't an accident. It didn't work. It didn't quite work. It worked for a couple centuries. Uh huh. 
people are like, oh, look at Julius Caesar's dick. <laughs> He's just got it so hanging great. out. The emperor of the greatest city, <laughs> country in the time is just walking around. I don't with know. His <laughs> don't they all have statues with their penises? A lot I don't of them. Think all of them. A lot do. of them do. They don't, they don't mess up the bit. Just go with the lies. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. I, in fact, I did do it. I don't want to lie. I want to be honest. I did do it. You did do and, it. And and the, that uh, awesomeness held together for a couple centuries, and then suddenly black people became a thing, and <laughs> black dicks were the new thing. We're all the rage. Rap music happened, and black dick became all the rage. That's science. Yeah. Before it was small dick. Small dick was all the rage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening to society. Well, you know. I don't want to marginalize black people by any means. I think they should be exactly where they're at today. Better. I should should say. Let me just clarify. Better. But uh, let's give the stereotypes of Blig... Blig, big Blig. penis to to is Blig big and long aging Mexican Irishman. I think that should that's be the that's the demographic we need to help out. Yeah, I think that's the demographic that needs assistance. It's my time. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. How I, I don't feel like you're really on board this, and uh, you also don't trust my lies about time travel. I, I, you know, I have a hard time with it. I do, especially since I called it lies. <laughs> so something else that happened while we were gone William Shatner went into space <laughs> and people have reacted very strangely about it there are a lot of Star Trek fans that were all about it they were excited and listening to him being interviewed afterwards was, he actually went into space I, I loved it he went into the last bit of our atmosphere yeah, which is technically yeah. considered space that weightless plane yeah thing yeah okay it's not the stratosphere it's the i don't know the name of it yeah i'm not quite sure uh anyways the magic spaceosphere so he went up there and he comes down talks about it and i actually i felt his passion when he was talking about his experience a lot of people started making fun of him like he just rambled on and on and then the hate started happening about an hour or two afterwards as it does and people are saying, I don't know why these rich people are going into space. Just like we talked about a few shows back, how people are hating on Bezos and Musk yeah. and all these and, and Brandon for, you know, Virgin Galactic for going into space, saying that there's things that need to be done here. And it happened with William Shatner as well. In fact, the Brits took aim at William Shatner. Prince William actually made comments. Is he anybody to talk? Not really, especially when you hear what he says. Uh, So during an interview, Star Trek actor William Shatner said, Thursday, Prince William has got the wrong idea about space tourism after the British royal criticized recent trips to the edge of space. He's a lovely Englishman. He's going to be king of England one day. He's a lovely, gentle, educated man, but he's got the wrong idea. He says the prince is missing the point, added Shatner, who this week became the oldest person to travel to space. The point is, these are the baby steps to show people that it's very practical. You can send somebody like me up into space. Shatner's comment come in response to the Duke of Cambridge's strong criticism of recent space tourism, in which he said the world's greatest brains and minds should be focused on repairing the planet. Now, listen, I'm not saying he's not being 
reasonable about certain things. We should probably put an emphasis on, on fixing the planet, but he is missing the point. The, the, the number of natural resources out there that we can exploit without destroying a habitable, a habitable environment is limitless. Asteroids. They have already analyzed certain asteroids within our solar system. That's not hard to reach where they want to start mining because they can retrieve natural resources that we drastically and crucially need without disrupting our own ecosystem at all. So there are reasons why we should go into space. And I have talked about this now for two or three shows because I think it's important for people to get on board this space thing. I don't understand this pushback on space flight. You go on Twitter after a spaceship is launched and people are hating on it, saying that it, it this should not be our focus, that we need to stay here. It is so vital to be out there. The things we can learn about ourselves as a people. Imagine if people told Magellan or Columbus, just stay home. There's nothing out there. And let's forget the colonial aspects for a second mm-hmm. here. Let's just yeah. look at what it did for the progress of, of the human species. There's nothing out there. It advanced human society. So if people were to say that to past explorers, we would be still sitting in huts, taking shits and holes in the ground. That's what we'd be doing. We need explorers. We need people to travel. I think that's the. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I, it, I it's do, very I frustrating. Do. And I, I, for some reason, we hate anyone that can do. When I say we, I'm generalizing because I don't. But we as a society seem to hate people that do things that you can't. I think it's a mixed thing. So I totally get where you're coming from that. Cause I do agree. We do need explorers still. We do need to look at this future with space travel, whether that's finding resources outside or colonizing other planets or looking for other life. I, I mean, I think two, let's jump to 2000 years from now. Are we still going to be on earth? I can't imagine that we'd stay just here. So that has to start somewhere. But I also think, I also understand where people are coming from with some of that stuff. Because I think the difference, it's, it's, it's a, let me finish my entire thought before I, because there's a difference between, you know, Magellan or somebody saying, hey, who wants to go explore new territories, taking a very risky voyage with people who are at least somewhat experts on survival or navigation and things like that and trying to go out and find something versus what feels like a joy ride by the rich and famous. Now that's not to say that Columbus and the others who had didn't, who are famous for travel weren't celebrities in their own time. No one would have funded their navigation. There's the key word right there. Important people. That's the uh, the key word there funded because each of these explorers were funded by royalty. I think it's the difference of connotation. I think if we were funding, like, let me, let me paint you a different picture. Instead of billionaire goes up for a fun romp and comes back and wastes fuel and energy and time versus the U S and or uh, the, the UN builds an entire program, almost pseudo star Trek level in which scientists are going to go in vast research, uh, reaches of space for an exploratory, mission and come back which one of those feels better and sounds more 
hopeful for life and future of humanity. I think if it was research, science-based navigation, trying to find things, or fuck it, even, you know, like you said, mining expeditions. We're going to go to the moon. It's a giant rock. We're going to well, fucking we gotta, in it. We got to get there. Shatner said it in his in his comment. Like, but I these think are that's baby the thing steps. is that we're not seeing enough of the bigger steps from NASA, you know, SpaceX, various other NASA's not going to do anything groups. because Obama clipped NASA's wings I know they did, during his administration. That so that's why mad. we have to have the rich people do it. That was the whole point. In fact, I believe Obama said this much. He said, we're going to have to rely on the private sector. Oh, you're right. Like, uh, yeah, there was a, they, they cut the, the government. It was like, why should the government have to start paying for these ventures now? We got billionaires who are willing to go ahead and lead the way. Uh, yeah. And I, I think it's a PR thing. I think if it absolutely if is Bezos a PR thing. funded a science exploration mission instead of putting on a cowboy hat and recreating the last scene in Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> I think people would feel better about it. And I think it would give him some much needed positive I think positive if Jeff PR. Bezos wasn't a multi-billionaire, people would have no problem with it. There's also if potential people are, are just we hate anyone that has appear money. like so, such well, a douchebag. And it's it's a dude. This is something that you and I have talked about off air for a long time. It's the the giant gap of have and have not and wealth and middle class. But that's how it's always been. We're, even when we had a middle worse, class, dude, it's worse than it's been in a long time. And that's why people are angry. I'm not talking about the economic gap. I'm talking about the idea that rich people do things first. It happened with air travel. It happened with yeah. the big blimps. It happened with trains. It happened with boats. The rich are always the first ones because they have the money to do something that costs a lot of money Titanic. to do. Once it gets worked through, things become cheaper. Look at air, air flights. Air flights now are pretty much like the Greyhound. That's why I won't take a plane because I won't take a Greyhound. It's ghetto. There's fist fights. There's stinky people you're sitting next to. It's not what it was even Eight years ago. Yeah. So things do become uh, readily available for everyone eventually. But typically things start out with with the wealthy. And if Joe Schmo rich guy wants to get on that that spaceship and be the, the ones, you know, running through the initial stages, then so be it. I think it's also a matter of fact of today's society. I guarantee when those planes and people were rich on the first planes and getting to do, travel across the country and all that stuff. There was just as many angry middle to lower class and poor How dare people, you fly? But we didn't have Twitter, social media, Facebook. You didn't hear as much noise yeah. 40, 50, 60 years ago. I just don't understand what people want. Bringing it back to this whole British thing, I don't get what people expect. All the people on social media and Prince William, it's like these people just want us to sit behind a computer and debate identity politics, COVID-19, Donald Trump's presidency, and and who we're going to cancel next. And yeah, that's, and that's, that's why I want to leave the planet. Because then you're not looking at them. That, that's what they want to do. That's their idea of putting your money where your mouth is and doing better things than going to space. The sciences are more important than who you want to fuck or who you fuck. Sciences will really always hot? be better than Donald Trump press junkets or Donald Trump anything. Yeah. Or cancel <laughs> culture. I, I didn't want to get into politics, so I was refraining from saying a few things. Well. I, I hate to break it to you, but, you know, all those things, they're not going to save the world. Identity politics, social justice, they're all important, but they're not saving the world. COVID-19 
COVID mask mandates aren't going to save the world. Donald Trump's presidency. Well, let me go back. Maybe it might save the world. I'm not going to about mandates. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't, you know, pretend to to know <laughs> to know anything about COVID-19 other than what they tell us. I'm just saying, you know, you canceling David Chappelle for saying naughty <laughs> words to a certain group or not even naughty words, just words that you didn't like casting uh, stones, if you will. I don't know. Guess what? Canceling him is not going to save the world, but the sciences will. And that's what we always should put our emphasis on. And that's why I'll always back up anyone. I don't care if it's a PR stunt because that PR stunt is going to lead to bigger and better things every single time. But I will say the sad thing is, not the sad thing. The reason why I'm so adamant about this, because guess how we have to shield our ships. This is why science is important. This is why I want Shatner and Bezos and Elon Musk and Richard Branson to continue to push forward into the sciences and into space. You know why? Why? Because if we were to travel to Mars right now with humans, guess how we would have to shield the ship? With poop. What? Yeah, poop. Poop shields, it's really a thing. And I didn't know this Wait, until I watched... Oh, hold on. I watched a TV show that is... Lo- it's a science fiction comedy based... It's kind of in our own reality, so it's somewhat... The sciences are somewhat based in, on real science. It's okay. not like it's not like Star Wars science. And okay. it's called Avenue 5, and it's on, I believe, HBO. And they were talking about how their ship is shielded with poop. And it prevents radiation from getting into the ship. So I looked that up to see if that was a thing. Because I thought it was just too crazy to be just a comedy gag for a TV show. And sure enough, poop shields is something. Yeah, sure as shit. Poop shields (laughs) will save people. The man and woman aboard the Inspiration Mars mission set to fly by the Red Planet. This is dated. Hold on. Uh, we'll face that's been delayed. Hold on. It's a little queasy sounding, but there's no place for that material to go when it comes to feces <laughs> and it makes great radiation shielding says Tabor McCallum. Wow. A member of the team funded by multimillionaire Dennis Tito who announced the audacious plan earlier this week. Yeah. So that's where our science is. Movies lie to us. There is no, Red alert, raise the shields. Everyone just takes a giant shit on command. Can you you imagine if this was like an episode of Star Trek and, you know, the Klingons are coming and your only choice to protect you, to protect yourself and your crew is to raise poop shields. Raise poop shields immediately. You can't see anything between through that. That's disgusting. You know... Look at it this way with poop shields. Who'd want to touch it? Come on, aliens. Well, bullets don't really. Well, I'm care. telling you, we're the life. We're going to be the laughing stock of the universe, of the galaxy, because the aliens are going like, come on, we are. Look at these guys. They're using poop shields. On on the flip side, though, uh, uh, Mike, what happens if we come across an alien species who's the, our poop? It happens to be poison to them. You well, know, then like our shields war, will work extra. Yeah, like War of the Worlds, where the aliens died because of the uh, cold or flu. Uh, Spoiler alert. Maybe we might end up like uh, uh, coming uh, across aliens who like say, oh, my God, is that that, that brown stuff that's that's killing us? The poop shields. <laughs> it turns into a biological weapon as well. 
You guys got to talk for a second. I'm losing like, all types Thomas, of stuff. Thomas, look at this way. What happens if all of a sudden highly developed intelligent species attacks us with weapons? Mm-hmm. And the only thing that could save us from their laser blasts or energy blasts <laughs> is poop. Well, I don't think that's a world I want to live in. Okay. Even if there are Well, aliens. that's the world we're in because that's exactly what we're going to be using. Poop shields. Raise poop shields. You know, you, you said, like, we're going to be the last. Dude, we already are. Like without even actually going into deep space where we already are. You think aliens are already laughing at us? I think we in space are the equivalent of those tribes that we currently have mandated. No one can go and interact with for various cultural reasons. Like if you saw. And if we like, for example, in a, a different tribe, an indigenous tribe that had no communication with mankind, and they had the ability to just wipe each other out, like, with nukes. And they were bickering constantly and couldn't agree on a single goddamn thing. I think any rational, intelligent life out there would decide, you know what? Us showing up is not going to make this get any better. We have to wait to see if they get through this infancy and don't kill themselves before we even bother trying to talk to them. I think we're, I think we're, we're you know isolated deliberately we can't find anything else because yeah. we don't deserve to find Didn't anything we say else that yet. a couple shows ago Probably. like we, we are literally in a quarantine we're quarantined within yeah. the galaxy just don't go over don't here. go to the boondocks over there in that quadrant of space that's where humans are they're a bunch of a bunch of idiots with machine guns and death okay you guys are gonna have to talk for a second my own entire computer just crashed oh good so i don't know i i think that's how i would Look at it. I was watching this Netflix uh, series lately. Randy and I have been watching called Explained. Mm-hmm. It's fun little 30 minute documentaries oh, about various, cool. various I like things. those type of documentaries. Yeah. And one of them is about intelligent life out there. And, you know, all these different hypotheses about why we haven't encountered it yet. The thing that I always thought about is like, we know how vast the universe is and how little of it we can see. That's like me going out in my backyard and saying, well, there's no other people here. I'm clearly alone in the universe. It's because I can only see my backyard. That's the stupidest thing to yeah, think. That's like uh, five-year-old logic where you, cl- where you cover logic. your eyes and like, and you oh think my you're God, hiding. They disappeared. It's the yeah. classic, you know, like I've never seen aliens, but I can't really disprove the fact that they exist simply because I've never seen one. But that's one. things like people, I think people who genuinely subscribe to that idea, like we're clearly alone. Or like, hillbillies. You can't see shit. If I looked in my closet and there's no one in there, that doesn't tell They're me trying to justify that I'm alone. What they see and then they, they come up with that sort of justification. It's, oh, I'm intelligent. Yeah. And so with that very aspect alone and how quickly we are to kill each other about literally anything. I don't think alien life is going to come anywhere fucking near us. So I do think, regardless is, of poop shields, we are the embarrassment of shields, society or of the poop universe. shields or no poop shields. This comes back to what I've said in the past on this same move, show. You want to move to Mars. We need that rocket ship to Mars. We need places to live on Mars first. We'll start we off maybe there. on the moon then, if you're happy. That is one disappointing thing, I think, about our current societal situation. Like... At least there was a risk. Oh, everyone knows there was a risk getting in a boat and going across what you thought was a flat world. <laughs> Although I, 
reality of that is questionable. And some people think it is still a flat. Well, I, okay. And, and these are the people again we are forced to live with. Anyway, but we there's a risk Maybe to go we to raise America. Poop shields on them. To go to the new world, quote, and start a life. But it's not like you had to wear a suit to breathe the air constantly. Like, we can't even get in our modern-day equivalent of a ship, a seafaring ship that would take months of travel to get to the other world and start, like, a log cabin. There's no trees or shit. There's just dirt and sand and nothing. Like, we would have to wear all kinds of suits. Like, it'd be like the Martian. You have to set up tents and all this crap there's no easy setup for us to be immigrants to a new world in the future and that part sucks it would suck also if you did go out to mars and after a couple days you sort of change your mind says you know what i want to go back i don't think they'd let anyone who's going to change their mind that's a thing though that's a thing but they still will after a while he says i really like to go back well you know that's a little bit too it's a little bit uh, tall order there because we're going to have to like uh, come up with a, a ship again, load it with fuel, and then it'll take Need time to get back up there. Yeah. You know, like we got to cover it with enough poop to help the poop shields. Yeah. So it, it might take, yeah, I know you want to go back, but it's probably going to take another. So does this come I back to Mike's whole statement about? Rich people doing things first. Does that mean the rich get to colonize Mars? They need. They need to. They need to keep going up there so that we don't go into space like a bunch of yahoos using poop shields. I don't want poop shields. How? Listen, that's need, not. That's not the, the future we envision. <laughs> I, Isaac Asimov did not write about poop shields. You need the right attitude also. You need the right attitude because what happens if you, you imagine do if need- George Lucas used instead of ray shields oh. raise poop shields. The instead, Jedi are here, raise poop shields. Instead instead of instead of going into light speed, we'll go into poop speed. Oh How my about- god. Jesus wow. Christ. We need to, I don't want to end the show, but I think I have to because my entire computer just crashed. Oh, good. And wow. I have, I need the soundboard. So I don't know what happened. I apologize, everyone. Um, <laughs> we, we got, we got to do a post show somehow. You know what? I say we just bleed right into it and do a post show. All right. Well, so you guys keep talking and is this the post sorry, show this is the end of the show. We didn't yeah. even get into any funny stuff because my computer crashed. That's a little funny in a sad way. Well, it's very uh, telling of this show. And where it's going. You need poop shields Speaking for your computer. Poop, yeah. You know this what? Show belongs Maybe in the you poop. need to s- smear poop on the computer. And then that way, you know, like maybe the poop can somehow. I, I don't. Can That's you at least not... make it sound a little more intelligent? Like, uh, how about uh, the feces will have to be put into the influx capacitors in order to just make up a bunch of words to make yourself sound smart? That's what a lot of the progressive Quantum do. hydrophonics requires. A uh, significant some, amount of some, fecal material. Some, some special. <laughs> All right, let's just go into the oh show. Go ahead. So the people on video is going to feel really weird, but for you on demand listeners, you're not even going to hear this. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. It's the post show of yours truly, Tony Saval, back here in, in front of the mic along with. Thomas Cowley from his a long day trip. Is it, Dude, is it a day trip? It's a Can, fucking journey. It really is. Well, it, it could be made faster with a defic. What the hell was that? It's a ghost. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's the uh, the 
the defecation shield. How about that? We go with, uh, we're trying to become a little bit more smarter, you know, like, because longer words, bigger words make things sound a lot more better. Don't you think so? A lot more better. There it is again, Mm -hmm. that phrase. A lot more better. That time travel with uh, (laughs) taking over Bill Gates work out for you? I I don't know. I you know what? I am just shocked that we have not at least come up with at least something a step closer to time travel. Or at least let's well, make it easy. Know, let's think, make it easy. How about a teleporter? I think it comes back to what Mike was saying that we don't put enough t- So I found this out uh I think through that same documentary not too long ago that because we were losing the space race with Sputnik when Russians sent up that satellite, Eisenhower signed a bill that basically gave a shitload of money to students to go to college, primarily for math, science, and engineering. Awesome. Awesome already. I like that. Well, that was in the 50s. And since then, student loans have now just ballooned to being $100,000 in debt for a liberal arts degree. So you can see how our society has, has you know, developed its own sort of poop shield well, generation system. we've like uh, like social justice and cancel culture. It's, there's nothing to say that there aren't issues with society that need to be addressed, but our priorities are definitely skewed away from advancement. And I think Mike is kind of onto something. When Asimov writes in, you know, the Foundation Trilogy, it didn't have these lackluster, literally shitty solutions for things. And now we're so far behind in so many aspects we don't have any of the things that were promised to there's nothing to previous it. generations about what the 2000s would hold we're not getting the right inspiration you think maybe it's like i, I think it's a lot of things i don't think we have the right minds behind this stuff it motivation? doesn't have the funding no like one it used to there's no motivation there's no driving force for it financially there is greater financial benefit to be had of making us iphone that last season had square icons but this season has rounded icons and we're going to go back to and square a thousand icons. more emojis but now we're going back to slightly squared icons that is making millions hand over fist and actually trying to advance human society is not worth literally anything well let's you know we already mentioned him in the in the rain man show jeff bezos mm-hmm. and you know on one side this is a guy who created became a millionaire let's just admit you know billionaire you know creating something like amazon which you know like i'd say about 90 percent of the population in this planet like does business on amazon somehow some first world Yeah. yeah the first world and you know like people are happy with that sort of service they're i mean you look at bezos as a guy who like started out you know like a small business and became like this incredibly yeah. rich individual and some people look at him and they say a oh, douchebag yeah because we're, we're envious you know? because we have a society that you essentially are either a billionaire going to space or you know poverty level there's no real in between and i think a lot of the advantages and things that we were told would be the case by now have cl- have not come to pass have been deliberately hampered we live in results a world, in a lot of angry people we live in a world also and, you know, like this may, you know, like rub some people the wrong way, where being a middle-aged white billionaire is a bad thing. Yeah, that's the villain for yeah, sure. That's, that's the that, German of today. Yeah, Capitalism. <laughs> it's because yeah. of capitalism. They represent capitalistic, you know, ideologies. And 
and people who are not up there at a certain tax bracket tend to really push back on capitalism, even though capitalism is the reason why they have everything they have. It's the reason why they have their phone that they can bitch about. It's the reason why they have uh, 50,000 cable channels. It's the reason why they have 27,000 streaming services that they're subscribed to. So they hate capitalism, but everything they have is from a capitalist society. People are definitely hypocrites. There's no doubt about that. But I think it's more the late stage capitalism of profit at any cost, regardless of reality and logic. That is a bigger issue. (laughs) Well, I was going to mention, like I read today in Wall Street, Mm -hmm. you know, like there that someone put a statue. Do you remember the story of Harambe, the gorilla? Yeah, Yeah. 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 Someone apparently put like a statue of Harambe covered with bananas in front of the, in front of the, there's another famous statue on wall street of the bull. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Is is it Harambe or is it apes? Because that's a different. I don't really know whether or not it really is Harambe, but the purpose that a lot of people are beginning to understand why that statue was there was that it's like a protest against wall street for going quote unquote bananas. In there's, other words, there's a whole thing about within investing culture yeah. where people refer to themselves as disparity the investors as of apes. wealth. Yeah, disparity of wealth. You know, there's that one percent that actually, you know, is the truly wealthy from their the Wall Street system. Mm-hmm. And there's been like and it's been like even like for years in the past, you know, like the uh, Occupy Wall Street uh, movement well, that they complain about. Disparity of wealth. That's why Bernie Sanders is such a he. He speaks to the guy. average yeah. person because I mean I saw this. There was a tweet with the Met Gala that went across that that got kind of popular within social media, where it showed all the extravagant costumes by the rich and famous, both celebrities and pseudo celebrities, aka AOC, was there in her outfit. And someone was like, "Why does it every day feel more and more like we're watching the Capitol within the Hunger Games?" Yeah. And I and there's that's the thing. Regardless of how you feel about capitalism, there is a fucking societal, financial, economic, cultural fucking problem in which certain people, the ten percent where we know them by fucking name, what they do, what they look like, what they wear, who they believe in, control so much wealth and and have well, quit, these extravagant parties from them. And yeah. we, the rest of us, are nowhere near that. Now, not all of us are in you know District Thirteen or, or District Twelve's you know coal mining. But Thomas, hold on a second. There is a problem because you're t- you're touching on something, and I don't disagree. There, there, there is a problem without mm-hmm. a doubt. I don't disagree with that. But you, the way you're saying it, sounds a lot like the people on the internet. They say it, but they don't offer solutions. What would be the alternative? That's what I always say. It don't just bitch. What's the alternative? And the alternative is not socialism. I'm not saying my what? first the thought alter- is legitimately is businesses need to pay people more. I know for I don't a think fact people are value. Not everyone. I'm not talking about hourly wages at McDonald's. I'm talking your middle class workers who are making yeah. forty thousand plus, even thirty thousand plus, are not getting paid what they deserve. I know median income for my job and my education. I am about ten thousand under within this state and within this company that I currently work for. I know people who make significant more significantly more than me within my same team my employers will act like oh well you know this is the limit we can't go over that 
and tell that to us as a group. And then I have been told separately, yeah, we got you more. It's full of fucking lies. And I think the first thing that needs to happen is that people with education and jobs that require education need to be paid appropriately. The wage income level, the wages have not increased within an appropriate rate to inflation in approximately 30 fucking years. It's not about paying the lowest level $15 an hour to flip burgers. It's about paying the middle level enough to where they can actually achieve anything close to what previous generations once were able to. I think that's where I would first start. And I'm not saying I have a fucking whole, you know, 15 step program. Yeah. But that is a fundamental, provable, mathematical issue that could be addressed because I know my company tells me that they can't go over a certain percentage of raises and then tells us they had the most profitable year and creates two additional C-level executive jobs. It's lying in me at my face. I don't disagree again. However, there are a lot of people who are saying these things that also don't live within their means. Yeah. There's people that say, I don't make enough money to do A, B, C, and D, but they're out doing F and G. For example, I know people specifically on social media that I've met where they say, I can't subscribe to your Patreon feed because I can't afford it. I'm really poor. Meanwhile, they have 37 photo ops with Jensen Ackles or Jared Padalecki, which we know how much those cost. Right. That person who complains on Twitter all the time about not having money. They are living above their means. They are living above their means, but what I'm saying is we should raise the means on certain jobs that have the education and backing yeah, to require sure. to support that to where they wouldn't feel stretched by the $2 a month Patreon. <laughs> That's the thing is that, yes, now you're now you're cooking. every single Let's make sure every single American in this country can subscribe to our Patreon. Every page. single person in America lives above their means. I would bet fucking money. Other than maybe a fraction of a percentage. That's the American way. That is what credit is. That is how our entire system That started in the 40s. And whether you are a billionaire living beyond your means, you know, or a poverty level living beyond your means. That's what rent, you know, was it rent-a-center and all those things are. Living beyond your means. Oh, I bet you got a rent-a-center, didn't you? But, (laughs) but the point of the matter is we should try to find a way in which the system doesn't force people to forever stay even at college education level in a situation in which you live above your means. Our means should be coming up, not just staying the same since the late eighties. Yeah. Well, things do need a change. I'm not saying it doesn't. The whole system is fucked. And listen, communism is great. No, it's not. Socialism is great. Not. No, on paper, they're both oh, fantastic. On paper, That's on what paper, I'm saying. It makes brilliant like, fucking it, sense. It literally does. Like Karl Marx gets a, a bad rap. People continue to like blast him on conservative or right leaning news outlets. But the thing he is, is Karl Marx was a guy flaw. that actually made sense. The problem is that so many people adopted his ideas and took advantage of it. He his stuff made complete sense on paper. Or in a robotic society, he had one fundamental flaw that he didn't account for, and that is human greed. Human nature. Because if I don't have to work as hard, well, you're going to give me things anyway. Why would I really bother to do my fair share? There's always laziness, sloth, and greed, and those human nature is what undoes. I like all three of those. You're smarter, you're stronger, you'll do it. Exactly. It undoes 
the good nat- goodwilled nature of something like socialism, which again, yeah, it makes perfect sense on paper, not in practice. Yeah, I'd love the government to give me food every single day and give me a Hey, listen, we can also we're getting into some territory because I'm trying some political territory because I'm trying to let this computer like reboot, but it's not. I hate you. The uh you know the computer what? wants uh, more out of you. He wants to hey, what are you you're gonna give me a little bit more incentive, Mike? Uh, you know, like uh <laughs> You gotta no. give me, you gotta give me at least a little it's bit. It's a subscription more memory, model computer, or? Mike. You didn't yeah. know, but late stage capitalism it only works when you pay monthly. Exactly. The poop show. All right, let's just end this. Say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're out of here. And uh, for the post Rain Man show, this is Tony Sabal along with Thomas Cowley, and behind the near dead computer over there, Michael Flores. I'm behind poop shields. Yeah. Oop. Hey, maybe next week we'll see you in actual poop shield. Yeah. This is the Rain Man Show. Poop shield outfit. Yeah, this is the Postman uh, Rain Man Show. Postman? Postman. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Stroke. Postman. Like, that's... Did you change the name of the show? (laughs) I'm having a stroke. It's happening. It's finally happening. Yeah. Is that it? Did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. I should have (laughs) collapsed. Fuck you.